the Grisha cast is currently covering Ninth House, an adult novel. This is a change from our normal young adult podcast. Please keep this in mind when listening to this episode with children. We will let you know when we return to young adult content. And I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to Grisha Cast, episode 126. In this episode, we will be discussing chapters 18 through 20 of Lee Bardugo's Ninth House. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry from Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by our tea lover as well, Lee Bardugo. Moisavienyi casters. Oh, hi there. Oh, hi. So, let's get into some listener cities. If you insist. Yes, please. Okay. So, our first listener city that we appreciate so very much is Claypool, Argentina. Woo! Thank you. And next, we're going to Almaty, Kazakhstan. Ooh. Yay! So, we did it. (laughs) We made it through the intro. We did. Why does it always seem like we haven't done it in forever? I don't know. Even though it's every week. When, for some reason, when I was doing the line with discussing chapters, blah, 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 like, um, I thought I was going too slow. So that's why I was like, this is your host, Eric. <laughs> yeah, you got to spin it up there. Yeah. I get <laughs> We have my... a lot of time, though, in that, in that spot. We do. And then, like, sometimes I'll write too long of a world created and i'm like throwing it in there and it's like yeah. but hey it's fun it is fun i love that we like you know we used to always just say the same thing and now now we don't now we don't just another thing we've got to throw on our plate whatever it is perfect so anyways you got a nice little like afghan yeah, I'm and getting cozy i know I'm excited. I've got my my little pony one. We're just going to, you all on YouTube, all five of you, just enjoy while we start decorating the hell out of this place. <laughs> With just all kinds of like. Knickknacks. It's, it's, it's eventually going to turn into like a bedroom. Yep. <laughs> so we're gonna we're just going to have a bed <laughs> and we'll just be laying on it. <laughs> yeah. In our PJs. Oh. With our hair not done. Remember those TV trays that sat in the bed? Yes. Like someone brings Remember. You- oh, my God. I have those. Okay, yes. We're going to get a bed up in here. <laughs> and, you know, we could, just, we could just live here. Might as well just get a fridge over right? here. I mean, hey. Have to, like, build a bathroom? Yeah. I'm not even going to say what I know is outside, but, yeah. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I was waiting to see if that if I was going to get brought up. I didn't want that to. That is but... a fun story for another day. Yeah, another day. Mm-hmm. We won't remember it, though. But um, <laughs> Chris did a great job of building. Okay, I'll say it really quick. Not the story, but um, I don't live on a campsite. I don't live in like a very, like, for some reason, my husband loves to build things. And he really does he's great at it to be honest he can whip things together um as in all of a sudden he um decided to build us an outhouse we have perfectly working toilets and plumbing in our house um but wanted to build one and i remember leaving the house to go do something for like two three hours nothing had been done and by the time i got back it had been built and so we have an outhouse in our yard, not like in the front yard, the backyard. <laughs> but um, that would be awesome. Just randomly, just it would be awesome to have an outhouse with a window on it in the front yard, so you could watch the cars go by while you're taking a poo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the story behind it is really funny because, and I'll say it quickly as well. We wanted to have Chris wanted to. What came first, the, the outhouse chili parties? Yeah, but did he buy, did he build the outhouse and then the decision for the chili? I think that's what it was. 
The chili parties have been going on for a while. Okay, and then he decided that he wanted to have a place for mm-hmm. people to go to the restroom instead of having to go through the house. So he built the outhouse. Yep. And I always tell all my friends, don't worry, you don't have to use the outhouse. <laughs> like, you can, come all, you can come inside the house. However, every chili cook-off party that we have, there's always people that love to use that thing. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a toilet outside. Mm. Okay, moving on. Next subject. <laughs> you don't want to talk about pooing outside anymore? I've never used it. I've And no, I don't want to. Not to everybody about pooping outside. <laughs> Too much personal information, Eric. I, I do enjoy camping, surprisingly, but that is the one part of camping I do not enjoy. You didn't catch the... What I miss. What I just said. Too oh. much personal information, Eric. Mm-hmm. It was. One star. <laughs> That's cute. Yes. 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 Yes, queen. <laughs> so, how are you? I'm good. Okay. Settling into the new job. Jab? Jab. Are you from North Dakota? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad the new job's going well. Yes, it's going very well. Um, you look cute. Thanks. You always look cute, but oh, thank you. And yeah, I've been, uh, I've been uh, dressing a little bit, stepping it up. Yeah, we... since I got the new job because I'm in an important role, and people actually see me <laughs> now. So, like important people. And you also have a job that isn't the cookie cutter business casual. It's a place that actually accepts you. Oh yeah. And wants you to be yeah, you. They, they encourage exactly your own style. Like I lo- that's incredible. So I love it. And that's a it's a whole big thing when I show up. It's like uh what is Terry wearing today? Ooh, you that so you that girl? Yeah. Oh, I love that girl. It's fun. And then it's so it's inspired other people too. So like my supervisor was uh was talking about like throwing her clothes away and and redoing her wardrobe because she didn't feel like it reflected her and I was like, "Do it. Do it." Yeah, I wish I I need to, but I just don't Ugh. But we're like I mean, we do really important work and very emotional yeah. work. But we're also this like trendy East Nashville nonprofit, so I feel like I needed to step it up. And then also, um, I wanted to get rid of all of my super girly clothes. Yeah, um, which is at some point we should probably like have a Grishy cast after discussing all the new fun, yeah, <laughs> stuff with all that. But um, I wanted to get rid of all the frillies and the rufflies and the yes, ma'am, things that. Didn't feel good anymore. Yeah. And so I bought a bunch of new. That's awesome. More masculine clothes. And I was like feeling good. It's so important Mm -hmm. to do that. It is so important to feel like you are clothes. Like, I mean, I know know it's a material item and I know some people go crazy over it, but it still is – I think very important, even as we get older, to feel like we're representing ourselves and also just feeling comfortable in in who we are. And I love that you are just on this journey of mm-hmm. really being able to explore that. And yeah. it's awesome to be able to do that. I I haven't bought clothes in a long time. Like, I mean, actually gone shopping for clothes. Like, I go, yeah, I haven't. Which I know is very not gay of me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Stereotypes. However, I don't like shopping. Yeah. I don't like the act of shopping. Mm-hmm. I like there to be the clothes that I want to have in my closet, but yeah. I don't want to go find them to stores. I don't. I mean, it's literally what happened was there were a few like clearances that popped up because it's in a season. And so I just bought a bunch of stuff online on clearance. Mm. So that's how I shop. <laughs> but I need to get better at like thrifting. I haven't done that. For the a problem while. is like thrifting when you're like bigger, when you're like, 
it's not as easy. Right. Like if you're like a small medium, the world is your freaking oyster. Yeah. But when you're when you're curvy, especially when you don't want to wear the frilly things, it's difficult. Because even like shopping in the men's, still not. I mean, it's difficult because as a curvy woman trying to like wear menswear that's very straight is yeah. very difficult. So I've had to get a little creative and uh You've done good though. Thanks. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. And there's a um a woman I work with that uh dresses like strictly masculine and so she's been she's like, let me send you this store and let me send you that store. So she's been helping a little bit too. Yeah. So, well good. Yeah. It's good to have friends that can help lead you in the right direction. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Why am I so yes queen? You or am are. I always yes queen? <laughs> Maybe not. I mean, you are always a little bit, but, but today. Especially today? Yeah. I don't know. Today you're very yes, yes. queen. Uh, I am. <laughs> Which so went with that. Yeah. We'll keep doing that. We'll just keep doing that. So. um, You know what it is? I figured it out. Okay. So I... I found okay. Now this is weird a little bit. I I've enjoyed I've enjoyed Beyonce's music and her who she is for a long time. Appreciated it. Um, I I did enjoy that album that was supposed to, um the one with the um that song that I don't know it wasn't it was a couple years ago the um oh my god the partition song and that video and you know like. I enjoyed that album. However, I'm not one of those people that really followed her that much. I listened to maybe, like, all the albums that wouldn't, like, love any, like, all of them. Okay. So, she came out with an album this year, and it dropped at the end of July, and I just found it last weekend, and it is absolutely amazing. (laughs) Like, I have not stopped listening to it. And one thing that I was really happy about is I put my headphones on, my beats, my meat beats, and I was doing my chores and I started dancing and I hadn't, I just like, I haven't, I don't know, I, come on, everybody has to dance in their house and when you're in a good place, like you can do that. I haven't personally danced in a very long time and I love dancing and I was like cleaning Sam's tank and getting (laughs) it on like every single song has like a great dance beat and like also like has throwbacks to like some of like the 90s dance like music like it's i loved it there's an explicit album which is the only one i listen to but if you have kids (laughs) then you probably should get the other one but i love it like love love loved it and i can't stop listening to it and i am I just remember the reason I brought up the uh, the partition album is because I remember there were a lot of people that were freaking out that she didn't win any awards for it or was supposed to win. Oh, yeah. And um, that was the year that um, – that's right. Oh, my gosh. Um, not Tom Petty. No. Um, Weezer won. No, they didn't put on another album. Who was it? It was somebody that was – anyways, I'll have to think about it later. <laughs> um, uh Anyways, yeah, if you are a Beyonce fan, I don't know how many of those out there listen to the Grisha cast and love Beyonce, but the new album, Renaissance, fantastic. And there's like, here's the cool part. There's parts that, I mean, definitely are LGBT influenced. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's like, I mean, she's got, she uses it a couple times, like category is, like she says that. I'm like, well, girl (laughs) didn't just like get that from nowhere. Like, obviously that's like, I mean, our our people's influence, like, come on. And I was just, I was really impressed. And there's like. She also knows she's got a lot of gay fans. She does. So I think like, I mean, but she's, I don't, she's never really talked about that stuff. At least I'm not aware of any time she ever like publicly spoke about being, you know, a activist for LGBT. I know she's always. She's icon she is and there's a lot of gay icons that we have that we don't know how they even feel about lgbt sometimes there are amazing ones but um 
Yeah, she's a huge gay icon. Um, just because I mean, drag queens love to lip sync her mm-hmm. and want to be mm-hmm. her. I mean, I want to be her. I mean, she is just oh, she is fierce. Yeah, she's God, love it. Mm-hmm. I oh my God, she's so beautiful, like and confident, and she just like radiates this like really good energy. I know, and she's so, and then like. I love just how like sweet and she's got this family and it's so she's so mm-hmm. strong. She's such a strong mother. But then you listen to these albums and she's definitely got a freak up in there. And it's like, yes, work, mama, be a freak and get it and uh-huh. make your kids some pancakes in the morning. And well, yeah, because life doesn't stop when you have kids. No. So I definitely recommend for anybody out there that I mean, just likes to dance or whatever. Renaissance is my pick i loved it um love 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 it so yeah i know and before that the album that i i loved was like i mean it was you introducing me to the bands that we were going to Mm -hmm. see so like i loved all that and um anyways so that's what i've been doing that's why i'm all hey queen (laughs) Mm -hmm. you're feeling yourself yeah i am well good yeah i know i love dancing you deserve to feel yourself so Yes, I do. I do feel myself. <laughs> we should, how did you? How, how's the book going? We enjoying it? I um, am. I feel like the three chapters we read, like it was meant to be a three chapter. It was perfect. Grouping. It was perfect. Yeah, we don't really do that often. Sometimes, well, we don't it even really think about it. Really worked but. out. It was like the bomb was dropped, and then like the, and then it was two pieces of background information and it was just like this neat little like package of a three chapter thing and i was like wow we hit that really well yeah because right after you read the first chapter you wanted to know more and it was like and luckily and lee went right into it so it was just like which is she does she doesn't typically do that so she doesn't because typically it's this you're wanting more of that same story but the way she's done this yeah it still worked out. She per- typically has like a bunch of characters that she has right. to bounce back and forth. And she's bouncing back and forth between time right now. And mm-hmm. luckily what we wanted to know was in the past. Yeah. No, it was in the future. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, we'll get to it. Um, however, let's start off, which is actually in the first chapter we cover. This wonderful picture behind us, if you're looking at, this is Rosenfeld Hall. Yeah, this is actually where um, Alex and Darlington go, which is the former tomb of St. Elmo's. And this is actually it, where, like, I mean, and I think I love this because I thought what they went to go do was really interesting. Like, weather rituals used to take place there, and there's, like, a storm loose. Because, like, St. Elmo's part, ghost something or other is like still kind of connected to it and so things still happen and they have to go fix it (laughs) the weather always is like it just happens every once in a while and it just i it sounded kind of cool it really did i thought it was really cool i mean it gives you a nosebleed but it sounded pretty cool it did and it was it was just a really neat thing and i love it when you know i love the darlington magic chat that's what you know what? I realized that when I'm introduced to the magic in this book, I the ones that I always am drawn to are the ones when it's Dar- Darlington's involved. It's that time when Darlington's teaching Alex. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, this is a really cool chapter. There, she's just um, they're just going to stop the weather, and I I love Darlington's point of view um, and how this is written. Because this is, it was just written really well where like we were in Darlington's head. You hear him all of a sudden be concerned about, he thinks he hears this. Yeah. He hears this like, it's like a voice or something. Is it a voice? Breathing. He hears breathing. Yeah. But. But they're setting it up really well. They are. So he hears his breathing, but he doesn't want to worry Alex so he's not bringing it up so they just so she Lee just throws that in there and Alex at this point is starting to talk about her past at the same time this is going on so we've got this whole setup of like 
what is about to happen. Yep. And then what happened. And it's like, it was this really cool merge, merge and set up to this like momentous. And it surprised, it's surprising, I think. I think uh-huh. it's not something. Well, we, we know something happened right. to both Dar- of them, right. honestly. Like we know Darlington is like somewhere something. And then we knew, we know that um, Alex has, yeah, has a secret. She's got this past with this girl named Healy. It's Helly, isn't Helly. it? Helly. Ha- Haley. Healy. Yeah, whatever. Because Helly. her real name's Helen. Yeah, so, so it's probably Helly. So, um, yeah. However, like, I mean, it's just, it's put together really well. She starts to mention, Darlington starts to put some stuff together uh-huh. in his head, which is really kind of cool. Um, and I give him some credit for this because, like, I mean, that was, um, I just, his, like, maneuvering through the facts of, okay, like, so we know that, like, I mean, you got found in a place full of people that were murdered. And yeah. that, like, I mean, there was a girl there that, like. Because she said the name. Yes. And so then he's, like, he starts to kind of there's put all the pieces together. And he's, like, at this point, he's, like, I probably shouldn't say anything. But, like, he can't help himself. He right. starts spilling the tea which is like when there's something going on where you're like spooked out and there's like this thing that you think is dangerous going on, that's mm-hmm. probably not the greatest time in the world to nope. start calling out somebody that you think did something terrible. Yeah. However, I think it it's so crazy that he all of a sudden, the killer, like, they knew the killer was left-handed. Yeah. And... Alex wasn't left-handed, but I find it interesting that he puts the pieces together like, okay, so Alex can see Grays. It's like uh, a look on her face yeah. that is happening at this moment where and, she turns, like, dark. Yeah. And he can start to kind of, like, there's a darkness in her, I think. is I don't think he fully comes out and says that, but it's the way that it's written as okay. he's talking. I think he's starting to sense. So that's how you he think talks he about how He talks about her, like, like dark black eyes with this blank stare and this like, so he starts to kind of feel like there's this darkness. Uh, Yeah. And it's crazy because I mean, he does, he does come out and like, he said, like, I mean, you, you killed them all basically. Yeah. And her response is not 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 heli. And it's like, Oh crap! And (laughs) and at this point, also, we don't even know like what people she's killed or anything. No, he does say he he kind of starts painting a picture where he's like um, these you know one boy was completely mangled and the two boys in the back had a hole in their chest and a baseball bat just hanging out, but that when she was found, she was spotless, and there's no way that she could have caused the damage and yep. that the killer was left-handed blah 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 but i th- he's starting to piece it together and especially she just basically said yes that she did it she did she's like she's like not helly not helly <laughs> and then so he he's so he gets relieved because he that breathing he all of a sudden is like oh you know what there's a portal in the corner of here which by the way is illegal yeah they shouldn't have this portal i'll just go sprinkle some magic on it right he's like (laughs) i'm just gonna close that up i'm just gonna go do a thing and he starts to he starts to close it up and then it's just all like something happens where all of a sudden it's like it's it's not being closed up Right, yeah, he um he gets pulled in basically. He recognizes that something that we as the reader don't really recognize what it is. Is that correct? Uh, something had hold of him. Darlington knew he'd made a terrible mistake. Right. So that he this was not a portal, not at all. Right. But like, okay, so like, what is it? We don't know. Um, yeah. And I don't think it's still the beginning of the. We could go to. But he does, like, the the line is, he says out loud, it's not a portal, he said, in the basement of Rosenfeld Hall. 
it's a muh. Yeah. M U H dot dash. And yeah, then he's that gone. was like his last words. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a muh. What? Something with an M. But you know, it's gonna be some kind of magic oh, word. Yeah. Like something that like we can't just like sit here and try to yeah. guess as much as I would love to. Um but once we know like that she was the killer in this horrific thing. Um Ugh. we go to her story. We actually learn what happened, which seems really fairly early on in the world of Lee. So I was kind of shocked. I thought we would have to go farther than that. I know. Um, but I mean, basically she's hanging out with the wrong crowd. We knew that to begin yeah. with. And there's like a guy that is like just a total douchebag. Douche Israeli. Yeah. And uh, he likes to hurt girls, girls for fun. And we find out that Helly, like, I mean, Helly is someone that actually he, she is very, very, very close with. Yes. Like, very close with. And um, don't we even learn, like, I mean, what, or maybe it was before, because Helly's been, intri- have we met Helly before, or is this the first time we've really met Helly? Because, like, this is the first time we've really. Okay. She's in a really weird relationship with somebody that does not obviously like really respect her at all yeah alex doesn't like i mean len is that his name alex is with lynn lynn and because they meet alex meets um heli by len bringing her home yeah so it's like yeah that's kind of crappy but she they she felt like she she likes her she, yeah. There's something that happens. Like, I mean, and they like they hang out all the time. They go to movies. <laughs> they go to parties. Yeah, they live the life that is like it's very free. It's um, it's the young hipsters that living off the grid, gonna live my own life. Um, uh, it's not, more of a uh, and also homeless. It's more of a unhoused, property. drugged up. <laughs> no money. Yes, it is. <laughs> I just close stinking. Um, there, there's some poverty stuff in there. It's just, but also like it's messed up. I mean, it's not. We don't need is. to romanticize it. It's like it's. I know. Yeah, it's not. It's really messed up. It is, and I mean, the thing that sucks is like this. Just brings a reality. I think that some people don't realize is like. If you're in that situation, like, you live in that, like, it is not easy to get out of. And, like, you do not have many options to survive. Like, you have, like, selling drugs and things like that is, like, your Mm -hmm. only option. I mean, it's just. To pay whatever bills you have to eat. Yeah, you do what you have to do to survive. And, um. See, there's. I'm sorry, cut you off. No, it's fine. There's a moment where it reminded me of when I was like really bad off on using drugs and things like that. Just when, and but it, it's when they go to like it's the day of the party and Helly's like, I want to go watch a movie, and and Alex is like, Oh, but we won't have enough money to get home. Mm -hmm. Helly's response was exactly what I used to say when like all I had was enough money to get for rent, but I was like. I'm going to go spend it on something we'll else. We'll figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, we will figure it out. That's a problem for future me. Yes. And oh my God. Like I used to say that all the time. And that is a hor. like maybe in this decision, it's not that bad. Like, I mean, it's just like you're trying to get a bus ride back home. But when I was like, you know what? I'll come up with rent all over again. Yeah. I'll figure it out. But, um, it's but sad. It is. And and Lynn is trying to impress this person. So he's basically like wanting to throw the girls at him. And this is also, I'm sorry, this is also when we, I think we fully find out that Alex is Jewish. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I mean, fully, fully, yeah. just because there's the mention of like Lynn. Um, he's trying to impress that guy and he's an Israeli guy. So he caught, and he, so. Len, whenever he's not in the company, calls him, like, a dirty Jew or something. It's just, like, and, like, it mentions that um, 
Alex cringes at it and remembers her grandmother lighting the shop as candles. And I was like, oh, go, girl. <laughs> Jew representation. Mm-hmm. We all over Lee's writing. So, anyways. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted. Well, but. No, so. It's disgusting. Throwing Alex girls. Alex is trying to keep Helly from doing that. But Alex falls asleep at the movie theater and Helly disappears to go because I think Helly's doing the same thing. I think Helly is like, if I go, then Alex won't have to be involved. Oh. So I think she's like, I'll leave her here sleeping peacefully and I'll go handle it. I think they were thinking of each other. Wow. Um, but then once Alex comes back and Helly comes back, Helly's really bad off. Like she's barely speaking. She's out of her mind. Yeah. And they fall asleep and one of them doesn't wake up. It's a really sad, like, it's just a sad moment just because, I mean, I I was really excited at the beginning of the chapter when Alex had connected to someone. And especially because, do you get the vibes that Alex and Haley, like, I mean, have, like, I mean, were possibly in love or had this, like, rela- like I know that they were with men and, and, like, it wasn't said. But I feel like there's, at least Alex definitely had a crush or would love I feel like there's just more there than friendship I I mean it could it's hard to tell um it could just be that they finally had something together that wasn't men trying to use be, them in any right. way um so it wasn't ex- it wasn't like explicit exactly yeah but um but I at the very least it was it was love on a friendship level um, but that moment where she wakes up in the morning and Helly's sitting there smiling and she's like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? And then realizes that she's seeing her as a ghost and her freaking physical body is laying there. Like that's super weird. It's, Oh, um, but of course, like Alex is feeling some kind of way as anybody would. And the boys are like, Oh crap. And they're trying to like do something with the body. And it's disgusting. It's a whole like big thing. But, um, she sees, I think Helly's ghost is freaking out over the whole thing. And she's trying to retract like away from the situation. And Alex is like, it's, it's, it's the other way. I think it's the other way around. Oh, cause Helly was saying, Helly's the one that Helly was saying, let me in. Yeah, which is like, what? Like at, at first, I was like, "Let me in." What the hell? Like I, I just remember, like I was like, "I'm so confused." Yes, yeah, so, yes. Helly was saying, "Let me in." Alex doesn't know what to do. She's feeling kind of, I mean, yeah. But let me in was let me possess you. So like, Alex gets possessed by her own best friend. And it gives her this, like, super strength, and that is how those boys ended up like that, which is... Before we get to that, like, it's the same part. When they get together, there's a line in there that is so beautiful. Um, It describes how Alex felt when Ellie got into her. She felt torn um, torn open to make room for another heart. Yeah. I just thought that was like, oh, I know, but... In this is what's crazy is like, I mean, but they're both like, it's not, see, I don't know if I'd call it possessed because I feel like if you're possessed, you are totally the other person you're in. I'm using it strictly as a ghost in a body. Yeah. But they're both in there. And like, I mean, they both cut like, and together they have like super ghost gray strength Mm -hmm. and yeah, Um, they get that. They get a baseball bat. Yeah. And just, bye boys. And that's where the left-handedness comes in. Home run. Yeah. <laughs> Play ball. <laughs> um, Bring them home, boys. And so, yeah, that's that's the secret of what happened with all of that, which is, um, yeah, I don't, I, I didn't see that one coming. I knew, I knew that Alex had to have been involved somehow. Right. But I wasn't expecting <laughs> that uh, Helly, as a ghost, was in there. But um, it was a surprise. 
and but I, Helly Lee, I mean, she can't really feel Helly after. Yeah, after they do that, and so what I do after they like murder everybody, <laughs> um, they go and cleanse themselves um, to get yeah. like, and In the I river. did, which I actually thought was like a really beautiful like. Yeah, it was th- kind of a. A cleansing moment. Yeah. Like, I mean, literally, they are going to kind of like a, a body. Spiritual thing. Yeah. They're going to a body of water to, like, get that off. Mm-hmm. And, and they both, and they both go home and go back to sleep. And unfortunately, when Alex wakes up, Helly is gone. And my question a little bit is I don't know. I guess when you, I mean, so Ellie was alive one minute, and then all of a sudden she's a gray. Um, there's got to be, like, some weirdness to figure out what you can do. I, my question is, how did Ellie know, like, hey, let me get up inside you, and we can be superhuman strength together? Yeah. It's just so weird. But maybe there's a manual that she gets, like, <laughs> sent automatically, and it just, like... <laughs> maybe while Alex was sleeping, she was reading her manual for the recently deceased... Well, it could happen. It it remind <laughs> when I read this the second time, for some reason it kept on making me remember the movie Ghost. Oh. And Whoopi Goldberg who gets like Do you remember that movie? Mm-hmm. Like it was just and she's Otome Brown. Mm-hmm. She's hilarious in that. Molly, you in danger, girl. <laughs> I love that movie. I need to watch it again. Um but there's a part in it specifically where Whoopi Goldberg plays this, like, supposedly fake medium. Like, she's pretending to, like, fake it. And anyways, all of a sudden, there is somebody that possesses her. And his name's Orlando. And she's got, like, his family. And it's like, damn, baby. What'd you do to your hair? Oh, Orlando. Do you like it? It's summer something. Autumn's Autumn Light. I don't know. I have I love the for some reason I know that movie too well. Yeah. <laughs> Autumn Sunrise, that's what it was. Oh, Orlando, do you like it? It's Autumn Sunrise. No one has any clue what I'm talking about. But if anybody does, <laughs> please let me know that you hear me. Come on, ghost peeps. That was a cute movie. Ghost Whoopi peeps. Goldberg was hilarious in it. Mm-hmm. Um that was a really good old movie, though, because Patrick Swayze was in it. Oh, God. And who played his his wife? She's Jenny really... Moore. Yes. When she was really young. Mm. Tragic movie. <laughs> okay. So, yes. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> so... <laughs> Do you expect to go to Oda Mae Brown up in here? <laughs> so... Uh, so Okay, we're we're back to, to mm. modern times, and she's she. Terry has to get her stuff together because whenever I throw us all off, you never know where I'm going. And Terry's like, "What are we even doing? Are we doing a podcast?" Eric, are you there? Sorry, grab yourself together. Grab yourself. Put yourself back together. My fault. I did it. So, so we're back in. Where are we? Uh, we're at the beginning of chapter twenty, but whatever. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. but so she, we're back in modern times, but she's thinking about the night that Darlington went through the meh. Meh. <laughs> I think that's when we actually hear the line. That it line, is, yeah, the meh, the meh. It's a meh. Um, and she's like, I would have helped him. But he was going to go to Dean Shadow, so I kind of didn't. Yeah. And so that's her involvement, you know, because she's always, like, feeling this guilt. like in a, There we go. Yeah, she didn't. You're, she didn't help him because he was talking about going to, to Shadow. And also, I think maybe, like, I mean, she didn't. In that situation, if someone says, hey, I got this. And she, she doesn't yeah. know anything about yeah, it. Yeah, she didn't know. And it seems like it happened pretty fairly quickly. It doesn't sound like, even though we're reading it for, like, a while of his thoughts, I think that was, I think it was a pretty sped up quickly 
quick thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, it says, this isn't something I can keep from Sandow. Darlington's words, like fingers reaching into her mouth, pinching her tongue, keeping her from crying out. So she didn't say anything. (laughs) She didn't even say, you know, hey. (laughs) She literally just stood there and watched it happen because... You're right, because he does say the line, this isn't a portal, it's a... It's a meh. Mm. Yeah. And it starts And doing, he had already threatened her to go to Dean Shadow. So um Yeah. But like if you remember where we were last week, we had that guy that came and attacked her. It was like a paragraph at the end of the reading where this was, guy just like came out and attacked her. So we're finally back there after all of this. <laughs> and that's exactly where it ended. And um so the reason why I thought this was like a fun little like wrap up of three chapters is she's being attacked and she looks at North. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. It's actually, it really does. I see. And so North enters her body. Because she is, she like at first she thought she had him, but remember this guy that's attacking her, she has no clue who he is. He's got some weird connection to Terra, and he has portal magic. He keeps on, like, popping in and out of places. Yeah, and we talk of, it talks about how, like, I guess each gray feels different mm-hmm. when they're possessing you or half-possessing you or whatever. Oda um, Brown. I need, like, a you. new word for that. But, um, but so basically, again, the strength of both of them kick his ass and... Uh, yeah. And then um Turner shows up. The detective shows up and she's like um, He stops it. <laughs> hey. It was portal magic and he's like, no, she's like, uh-huh. And it almost like I feel like Turner he was very sh- like so at first I think the it's made for the reader to be led on that like Turner is really shocked by Seeing that all because he the guy then disappears, he's like, Oh, peace out. Um, the portal magic, yeah, but because the mechanic guy that attacked her just like disappears into the fireplace, right? So it seems like he's really freaked out by that. Mm-hmm. But we find out at the very end of this chapter, he's like, Wait, 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 no, that is impossible. And like, we find out that. That man, that person is Lance. Yes. Gersong, who was Tara's boyfriend. Yeah, I was going to say blonde girl's boyfriend. Yeah. Who he said, what he's freaked out is like, I just left him in jail like a minute ago. Yeah. So that's what he's freaked out by, Uh which really is this huge like, okay, what? Because... Have we learned a lot about Lance? We've learned about her. I thought he's the uh, he he's, he makes or at least is with people that makes Meredy. Yeah. He's a drug dealer, basically. Yes. But we didn't I didn't see think he had any connection. I knew there were connections, but I didn't think he was the one that had connections to like, you know, having portal magic, things like that. No. Like No. Well he Remember, they're involved with In, all the... Oh, no, who knows? Yeah, they are involved. I just felt like maybe it was just more about, like, the drug stuff, like, that they're involved with. Like, because I feel like portal magic, like, I mean, you would have to be... I, I mean, come on, you'd have to be part, like, definitely a secret society. Like, I mean, because... Well, yeah, I mean, they, they're connected to him, and she had that, like, tattoo and everything, so... You're right. Yeah. So it is coming together that maybe there is a lot more of a connection yeah. than what was assumed mm-hmm. as they're just townies, which is what we started out right. with. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. involve That's what this. we're told, yeah. Yeah. Well... I liked that little grouping of... I know. Chapters. Yeah. It was a perfect little grouping. It was. And it was great. So yeah. we'll um see what maybe the next grouping will be great. <laughs> but um we have it's that very special time for Grisha Cast News. 
hey, we did this time. We didn't hear the music, but hey, we tried. That's right. Hey. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got to stop. No, we don't. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we haven't done the news in so long. I Last week, we messed up a little bit, too, because I I tried to do it and like, oi. But um, anyway. But we're throwing it to our Grisha in the field. Who can actually do this? Because we can't. So. Alex. Hi. Hello. Oh, my gosh. It's been so long. Too long. <laughs> it has been a minute. Too yeah. long. Ugh. But I officially got my uniform. Yes. Looking hot. You look you. incredible. Ugh. I am so excited that I, how does it feel to like finally have gotten it? Were you like freaking out? It feels, oh, I was absolutely over the moon. I immediately called my partner and I was like, you have to watch me open this. You have to see my reaction. Oh, because you've, I remember when you ordered that and that was when the show was about to come out, right? Is that like, oh my God. I think it was right after the show. So I had to give for references. Exactly. You're right. Yes, that makes sense. Wow. Well, that's so incredible. So I'm guessing the tailor that did this did a phenomenal job. Oh, absolutely. It is absolutely stunning. Yeah. Well, in love. Well, if anybody wants to take a look at it, we have got some fantastic images posted on our Instagram. It looks phenomenal. So, um, yeah, best kefta out there. Category is best hefta. <laughs> Alex, take it to the runway. Runway. Run, run, runway. Okay, sorry. I've watched And it. we're back. Yes, we are back. To, so, uh, how, how is everything it else? Has, <laughs> it's been interesting. Yeah. I've had a few hospital trips. I've had yeah. an identity theft crisis that happened today oh no it's been fun but it's all sorted out now and we're all good well good <laughs> well we are excited that our grisha in the field has made it back yes so yes well what you got for us it's been such a long time and i unfortunately only have one piece of news but it is a fun piece of news uh kaz inej and jesper so Freddie Carter, Amita Suman, and Kit Young will all be at New York Comic Con this year. That is the second weekend in October with Lee. Wow. That is all on their Instagrams and everything. I would definitely go check that out. And if you can go, definitely try. I wish. I right. know. It, whoever gets to go is so lucky. So I'm jealous. Take me with you. I am. I am very jealous. However... If you can't go, just letting you know, last year they released these, the first Grishaverse merch shirts, which I am wearing, but also um, a little backwards just so you can see this. But anyways, they released more and a lot more, actually. Like, it's not just, they, I didn't even expect them to release as much as they did. They're two pages of stuff. And I even got a cute tote bag that has this on it. That's what I was really excited, the Theory Alki <laughs> tote bag. And... There's some just really cool stuff, and you have to go look at it. So I think, and that is by, I think it's, the company is iHaul or Hall, um, H-A-U-L. And um, they've just got some really cool stuff. So anyways, we can finally, you know, Grisha verse merch it out. <laughs> got it there? I tried. <laughs> Say that it five sound. times fast. <laughs> Did it work? <laughs> God. So, anyways, okay, we'll get your merch on. <laughs> Grishaverse merch. Yes, that. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Alex. We are so happy to have you back. And of course, you've been back. You've always been here, but um, you've just been in that field. <laughs> yeah, I've been in that field, just looking for stuff. Just to catch. waiting, <laughs> trying to catch news in your little net. Got, yeah, yeah, I got my net. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yep. At least now you have a kefta to keep you warm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it cold at night. If you would like to donate some food, please <laughs> call the number at the bottom to our Grisha. <laughs> keep our Grisha alive. 
Anyways, well, we are happy. Thank you so much. And we, um, yeah, we can't wait to get some more news, hopefully sometime soon. So fingers crossed. Yeah. Okay. Well, we love you. We'll see you soon. See ya. Bye. <sighs> they so, look so good. It's so nice to see them. Yeah. I love it. Ugh. And I want to go to Comic-Con. I know. And I, I was telling Terry before the show that there is a lot of merch out there and I bought a lot of it. So <laughs> you should buy some. So anyways, yeah, the Comic-Con, if you can go, go seriously, it sounds like an amazing time. I would love to, I would just love to go in general just to see everything. But the fact that they're going to be there, I wonder, usually there's a big drop about like last year, they dropped something about the show mm-hmm. to us. So maybe oh, news. Yeah. Yeah. Newsworthy coming up. Maybe we'll get a trailer for season two. Yeah. Because is that when it... Ha- I can't remember. That's when it did drop. What? I think it was. Yeah. Oh, well, exciting. So, okay. Well, just to let you all know, um, we are taking... We're not going to be back next week, unfortunately. Sorry. We've got... And it's not over anything except our producer's Billy. So we got some stuff going on and we just don't have time to be able to record it um, because we don't want to have a rushed session. So anyways, we'll be taking a week off, which is hopefully good with everybody because it's going to happen. So we will be back September 2nd. And you know what? We're going to read the next three chapters. Maybe it'll be another cute little grouping. Hmm. Who knows? Okay. Well. Anyways, it's been fantastic. We love you all. Don't forget to join our Fable Book Club. And please do go and rate our podcast, especially on Apple Podcasts. Okay. Love you all. Long live the Grishaverse. Like, we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No mourners. No funerals. This has been GreeshCast. Connect with us on the web at GreeshCast.com. Send an email to info at GreeshCast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at GreeshyCast. Woo! And thank you to our amazing staff, Chris, Michelle, Alex, and Brenda. 